and you're like, wow, there has been an insane amount of progress, whether it's in technology or medicine or transportation, you could go on and on and on. Yet, and this is another overlap, unbelievable. We did tragedy and comedy. Well, and we used Charlie Chaplin's quote, up close, life is a <laughs> tragedy, and from the long shot, it's a comedy. Welcome to the Habits to Goals podcast with Martin Grunberg. Are you ready to achieve goals faster and more consistently than ever before? You need the habit factor. You're listening to Habits to Goals, the podcast that helps you create the habits that lead to success. And here is Martin Grunberg. Well, really quickly, Happy New Year. I am thrilled you're joining us at H2G. It looks like we have a handful, certainly it's a bit more than a handful of new listeners in the new year, which is exciting. You're tuning in because you're wondering how to achieve your goals best. And by best, I mean most effectively and efficiently. Well, if you were to follow the gurus out there, they would tell you next steps, smart goals, uh, a to-do list. What we do here, the reason it's called Habits to Goals, is we identify our goal and then we reverse engineer it by tracking the core related behaviors, the habits that will carry us toward our goal's accomplishment. Having said that, each episode on this show tends to be about ancillary topics. So, if you're looking for more info and how to get going right away with your habits to your goals, just search PAR, P-A-R-R, and The Habit Factor. Go ahead and Google that, and you will find there's a free template. You will find a free training video when you download the template. You can also just go to thehabitfactor.com forward slash templates. All righty, here we go. Welcome back. Thank you very much for joining me. My name is Martin Grunberg. That is B-U-R-G. Happy freaking New Year. Congrats to you. We made it 2024, and it is... <laughs> from the outside looking in, it is fun to see all the habit experts out there in the world proclaiming what you need to be doing to develop habits in the new year. We'll talk about that in a bit. Today's MBM is pessimism, which, <laughs> based on my last statement, might be fitting. Pessimism. Before we go there, my GTR, my good things report, look, it's a new year. I feel terrific. By the time this drops, it's the 8th. I didn't even drink on New Year's Eve because 
The holidays basically killed me. Too much drinking, too much eating. Uh, just brutal. Seems like every year this happens. So the good news is uh, holidays are behind us and we're taking great care of ourselves. So that's my GTR. The other semi-related, might as well touch on this. I just took my dose, my first dose of... <laughs> I'm trying to think of what this typhoid... <laughs> I'm not going to tell you where I'm going, but this is a hint. Typhoid medication. It's five-year dose or vaccine, if you will. And I take it over the course of a week. So I'm not going to tell you where I'm headed. We'll get into that later. That's going to be a multi-part episode, potentially. And as I tend to do, I like to talk about these things after the event. But there is an event coming. All right. Pessimism. I am reading a book, which I highly recommend. Maybe we'll get this guy on the show. It's called The Psychology of Money. Now, this has come across my radar several times over the last four-ish years. Uh, it's been recommended. Um, and I think this guy, I believe is the author's name is Morgan. He does, he does a brilliant job. I'm, I'm uh, 75%, 85% done with the book. It's very well put together, but there's this one chapter that I'm on where he goes into this narrative, if you will. He just goes on and on in a good way about how people think in terms of stories, he doesn't say that, but that's what he's suggesting, and how the stories tend to evolve in a negative fashion. Now, I should press pause for a second and say, look, we have come at this, we've done episodes on optimism, on gratitude, on expectations, the truth is, and this is important, when you talk about optimism and pessimism, really what you're talking about is slash are expectations. So go find those episodes, especially on expectations. But, and we've talked about this, how we're, we're kind of wired for the negative story. There's the old statement, if it bleeds, it leads. You, this is why watching the news is impossible because everything's like breaking news and this war and that murder and this crime. And it's just, it's, and so they want to feed this narrative of fright <laughs> and fear because if it bleeds, it leads. And people, I think there was one sentence 
he he's like and I'm totally paraphrasing but what I just said reminded me so he's setting this up he's like tell me an optimistic story and it'll barely catch my radar and then tell me that you know the market's going to lose 40% in the next 6 months and I'll clear my calendar to pay attention <laughs> so again totally paraphrasing the idea here is what gets our attention is fear now we can there's some obvious reasons for that fear and along with it pessimism is a survival mechanism you come across a rickety bridge and you know <laughs> mr happy go lucky just gonna uh sing and dance across it whereas somebody who's being pessimistic might check it out and think i don't know this looks dangerous maybe we shouldn't go Semi-related story, yesterday I was surfing a place called Black's Beach where the cliffs are known to crumble and unfortunately kill people. And it had been at least six months and the tide was kind of high. And I'm not kidding when I tell you I entered the water in a totally different spot despite lifeguards and hundreds of people being under these bluffs i was like this looks like it's going down and knock on wood i hope it does not i'm thinking the the beach is going to be closed so this is just to illustrate that that pessimism has its value it's a safety mechanism but the important point here is this that just like expectations there's we we don't necessarily want to assign a value good bad they they all have a good and a bad uh value to them but more importantly just like expectations, it's this idea that sometimes we should have high expectations, sometimes we should have low expectations, sometimes we should have no expectations. And so the most incredible aspect of this picture this author painted was how over the long term, and this is the key point, over the long term, optimism essentially wins out. And what I mean by that is you look back over a hundred years and you're like, wow, there has been an insane amount of progress, whether it's in technology or medicine, or transportation, you could go on and on and on. Yet, and this is another overlap, unbelievable. We did tragedy and comedy. Well, and we used Charlie Chaplin's quote, up close, life is a <laughs> tragedy, and from the long shot, it's a comedy. There are great similarities here. In the short term, 
It's so much easier to be pessimistic. And that's okay. It's like if you had 10 chips on the table, the idea is writing two, three, or four long-term, knowing that in the long-term, optimism kind of wins out, but we're so focused in the short-term of uh, the potential risks and the the fear narrative that's driving the news of the day. So hopefully this makes some sense here. I'm calling this pessimism. We could have called this optimism. We could have called this expectations again. The idea is that, and he he uses this example, um, if I remember correctly, it's Japan. After tragically the World War II ends, they are, again, tragically decimated. And then in less than 50 years, they become one of the most powerful economies. It's like nobody, zero people were forecasting such a bright, uh, prosperous future for Japan. And at the time... Tragically, at, at the end of the war, uh, that was impossible to see. Now you look back, if, if somebody were to write that forward-looking prognostication and say, hey, you know what, in 50 years, Japan's going to be one of the most powerful economic uh, powerhouses, everybody would be like, there's zero chance. They just got leveled, gutted. And yet, that is precisely what happened. Now, looking back, everybody can explain it. The point is, let's piggyback comedy and tragedy and follow this message again, that if you are consumed and overwhelmed with troubles, problems, uh, pessimistic outlook. Again, one of my favorite quotes is, where there is hope in the future, there is happiness in the present. So it's okay to be pessimistic and uh, get your business in line, it's also great to be optimistic and know things can change in a hurry when you know where it is you're trying to go, creating your ideal future. So pessimism has its value, optimism has its value, expectations should be both, and that's it. We'll keep it short and semi-tight. I do recommend that book. It'd be great. Uh, at one point, at some point, I'll try to hunt down the author and see if we can get him on the show. The Psychology of Money. Morgan is killing it. All right. Uh, thank you very much. Happy freaking New Year again. 
Um, and we'll catch you next week, if not sooner. I think we got another interview dropping, in fact, this week. Cheers. Bye. All right, my friends, that is going to do it for this episode. If you are new here, there's only two, th- <laughs> two things you should consider doing. One, go to thehabitfactor.com forward slash templates. Get your free template that will walk you through the PAR method. You are not a rodent. You are not a rat. Why do I say that? Because the habit loop, the famed habit loop, was devised by studying rodents. You're a human. You have choice. You have intention. You have reflection. PAR, as a methodology for habit cultivation, is a process that leverages your human capacities. So, Go to thehabitfactor.com forward slash templates and you get a free template or just go to the iOS or Google Play Store and you can download the free Habit Factor app. The other thing that is worth doing, in my humble opinion, is subscribing. Subscribe, you get each episode downloaded automatically. That will save you time. It (laughs) It will save me time. We'll be on the same page, my friend. So that's it. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for subscribing and make sure you begin tracking. See ya.